Player 2, this is Player 1. Plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2. Plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. And thank you for tuning in to episode 93 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Minions. So, Tim, it's been a week, and, uh, yeah, I've been busy. Yeah? So, what have you been up to this week? I've been busy, too. A lot of work. Um, making the, that tip money? Making that, that big tip money that, dough? That cheddar. Um, but outside of work, um, on Sunday, my wife taught an internet safety class at our church really early in the morning after a late shift for me. So was, was that fun. make sure to use all your Pornhub.com and your incognito? Actually, she went through the whole presentation without saying the word porn, I'm pretty sure. It was more about um, like identity theft or cyberbullying, that kind of internet safety. Make sure you bully in incognito is what you're saying. Exactly. What are we going to do with you? Everyone ignores Zach on social media was the thrust of the message, yes. Like, don't, <laughs> the thrust of the message? Don't friend Zach. Um, no, actually, the biggest takeaway I think um, that anyone should do right away is go into their phone, go in their settings on their camera. And Hold on. Jesus Christ. Hold on. Turn off location settings. Did you know that um, any picture you take in your home will be geotagged with your home's Latin long? Mm, okay, settings. Now where? Oh, jeez. We're not going to do this live. We're doing this live. Where are we going? No, it's boring. Location? So, anyway, I live-tweeted that. God I, damn it, I damn it. Of... People are going to come and kill me because the Plug and Play podcast are like... Only if you take pictures of your Zelda collection, i got to kill him. I already did that. So, there's actually this one app. It's an AR app um, that kind of... You can open it in any space, and it kind of searches through the available pictures on the internet. Uh-huh. And will pull up those pictures. So, like, like, say you're at the lip of the Grand Canyon. That'd be a popular one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons of pictures. So you, you turn on this app on your on your phone. And it pulls every single photo from around the world that has that latitude and longitude yes. attached to it. Yes, and there's actually quite a few in our living room because we've had holiday parties. And oh, shit. With like, people who are pretty active on social media. So that was pretty interesting. Like We could take a little... What's the name of that app, Tim? I'm not going to tell you right now. Um, God damn it! You had to come to the class, buddy. I, was, I didn't get an I was, invite. I got up the. I got up at seven in the morning after working till one a.m. the night before. So I'm gonna hold that knowledge near and dear. Talk to your wife after this episode. That's fine. You can do that. Uh, so that was one thing I did. And that was pretty cool. Um, um, we did it like I said at our church, and um, there is a deaf is this church before service. Um, yeah, the deaf church has kind of a Sunday school hour before church anyway, okay. and it was kind of a special deal. But other people showed up as well. But I would say it was probably eighty percent. Uh, deaf in the audience, which was interesting. 
Your wife did not know sign language, right? Nope, she had so an interpreter, like an, and okay. well, the funny part was the interpreter had to ask her to pause several times because she talks really fast. Oh, crap, she has Zach they, syndrome? And they were swapping out interpreters. Like, oh, yeah, because she was, like, wearing them down. Totally was. So they would, like, tag, like, like, That's wrestling, like wrestling or something. But speaking of wrestling and physical stuff, um, I got the day before to take a powerlifting class. Oh, yeah? And that was, was pretty this? cool. This was at my gym, but it was, like, a special event where you paid $15, and there's this world-class powerlifter who um, went over our techniques for three movements, which were, like, um, squatting, deadlift, and um, bench press. Oh, nice. So it was, like, a three-hour class. We did lots of fun exercises. Probably the funnest warm-up we did was where we all had PVC poles mm -hmm. in a circle, and she would say left, and we'd have to let go of our pole and grab the one to the left. If you dropped it, you had to do burpees, so that got pretty funny. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's kind of like... How many burpees did you have to do? None. Oh, nice. See, I get some video game reflexes. Um... But I also uh, got my highest um, deadlift ever after that class. So that was oh, cool. really? Yeah. I nice. Added another 15 pounds. Oh, so nice. That was pretty sweet. That is really sweet. And lastly, going along with my whole physical fitness thing, I've you gotta get that. Uh, you gotta get those muscles built up for when I get in fights at PAX is coming coming up here pretty soon. Operation Human Shield. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying Operation to, Don't Let Zach Die. Trying to get some endurance <laughs> back. I went running today, for example, and I. Instead of running for a longer distance, I ran two miles. And it was fast, too. Pretty, as much as fast as I could, which is not, like, fast for a lot of people, but for me it was fast. And then I've been um, getting back into juicing, which is like taking raw vegetables and just extracting just the juice out of them. What's but, that supposed to do? Well, you get all sorts of nutrients and fiber and okay. all sorts of goodies. So you have a juicing machine at home, then? I did, but I don't really like it. I got a new one today. Okay. And it's basically a giant motor with a drill on it. Okay. You, and then there's a tube on the is top. Is it a ninja? No. This okay. thing is mad. Like, the motor is literally, I cool. can't this bigger. I'm holding up my hands. Um, yeah, it's like a... A little bit less than a basketball yeah. in diameter. Um, but, yeah, you just shove whatever in the top of this feeder and, like, press it. Press it down. It out. Yep. What's, it was amazing, actually, compared to my previous one, how, how little pulp it, it shot out the other end. Hmm. Like, it converts a lot of it into juice. Hmm. So, yep, yeah, I'm gonna get some greens into me. How much that cost? So it retails for 260. Okay. I did not pay that. I, no. I Where'd you go? Best Buy. Craigslist. Oh, nice. Yes. I found the model I wanted, and there was about I don't know six or seven in the area, varying in price from 100 to what I paid. Nice. Which was less than 100. Nice. So I'm playing with juice again. Um, my son loves it when I make uh, carrot juice. I put a um, Basically, three to one uh, carrots and celery, and then sprinkle some uh, pepper on top. He loves that. Really? Yeah, it's tasty. But I'm try hey, this shit. You can do other fun stuff with it besides the greens. You can you know, juice pineapples or whatever the hell you want. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Mm. What you been up to? Well, I built a patio in a parking lot. Why? Because we are having a function at my aunt and uncle's house, um, an open house per se. So. You know it would look good here instead of a parking lot. A patio and a parking lot. Hmm. No, not one or the other. We did both all in one day. So rewind like we're on episode 93. So like rewind like 90 episodes. And I started building a wall at my uncle's house like two years ago, three years ago now. And uh, so they're having this open house. When we were building the wall, the wall's pretty much done. We built a wall. And the funny thing about it is, somebody made a joke. They're like, 
oh, they made a Trump joke, you know? They're like, oh, I have Mexicans, and they're, they're going to pay for it. But the funny part is that they did help us build that wall, and it is good. It's a good wall. And I sent him the photo of that wall, and it's a long wall. It is. We backed the uh, inside of those bricks that we used with uh, crushed asphalt so the water could run through it, mm. and then it's sturdy. Well, what we've done now is the underside of his deck, His he's never finished his house. He built the house by his own with his own hands. It has a basement, a main story, and then has a second story. The basement goes out to the bottom tier, or the first tier of wall. It's basically on a hillside, right? It's, it is a hillside. He dug the whole entire thing out. And um, he never had anything down there except for gravel. So we had to move all this crumbled asphalt Friday. I got there at 6 o'clock in the morning till 8 p.m. at night, except for one thing that I did in the middle of the day, which we we're going to talk about. Okay. But uh, we moved all that with tractors, and it has, a, it has this, like, this little off-road like truck thingy. It's like a little RTV, they call it. Ooh, ooh, is it is it a gator? Yeah, it looks like a gator. Uh, I and love the truck gators. bag goes up and down. I, want, I don't need a gator, but I want a gator. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it hauls ass. And, uh, I flipped the golf cart once. Did you? I almost flipped it. Oh, we'll get to that story here in a little bit. But anyways, so we moved all that. We built up the underside of his deck for about like 12 inches of crumbled asphalt. I watered it all, and then I compacted it with a compactor for like two hours. All day long, did that. We also, what was left of the crumbled asphalt after we got that part leveled out, we made a huge parking lot on, on one side of their property, like midway down their hill. We like dug it all out. And put all this stuff and then compacted it so that people could park there the following day. Which brings me to the next day. The next day was raining, which sucks balls. I had the chauffeur people up and down the hill and park their cars while they were at this open house for my aunt and uncle. Because um, my aunt's very sick, so people were coming and wanted to come see her. So I drove up and down the hill. I was cruising up and down the hill. And the only time I stopped was to grab a new IPA. So by the end of the day, I was pretty damn buzzed. And their hill goes like this. And you guys can't see, but it's pretty damn fucking steep. He's holding a steep incline with his hand. And it curves. So, on... So, were you driving the Gator? Yeah. Sweet. So, it has a roll bar on top. And I good. threw it in high gear whenever oh, I had no. somebody on there. And just floored it as hard the fucker would go. Freak any old ladies out. Well, the old ladies got to park down at the lower level. No. It was the younger people I made park up on the very they upper level. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Awesome. So, but it was really cool. We so. need, like, a new um, show segment song, like Zach's Adventures in Landscaping or something. We do. We're getting. I got grass going. I got grass pubes out there. You do. He's got little fuzzy grass pubes. It's I got dope. little fuzzy pubes out You've there. You see those chia pets in the stores? Like, like, it's like a pottery head and, like, the. Looks like a big old pube. Yeah, that's. Kind of what your grass looks like. Right yeah. it's, it's adorable. It's, it's cute. So I did that. Um, and then I also did one other thing, but I'm going to put that into the gaming section this week. All right. So, uh, Tim, what did you play this week? I didn't play a lot. Um, I played some more. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. So I was talking with but this... But they don't. I was talking with this guy at work. who's actually finishing up an article um, after work. He was asking what I was doing, and I told him about our podcast. He's like, have you ever played Hell Yeah? I'm like... Hell no. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, what is it? And he's like, this it's a Sega game that came out on PS3 and it was free a while ago with uh, the Jet Set um, radio bundle. And I can't remember why, but Sega released like six games for free um, hmm. for like a weekend, including like Golden Axe, 
and Jet Set That's Radio. so weird. Yeah, it was awesome. So I, of course, grabbed it and, you know, threw it in my Steam library like I do so many other games. And um, this one title just totally escaped my notice. But that's not the first time this game escaped my notice, because this came out for PS3 back in 2012. 12. Never heard of this game, and it, it's it got a lot of character. Um, you just saw it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, actually. It's this really colorful side-scrolling game. Um, you're like the Prince of Hell or something, but you're a rabbit. Bunny rabbit. And you've lost all bouncy, your powers. Bouncy, bouncy. And you're about to be embarrassed by tabloids. And your only solution is to kill everybody that's ever seen the tabloid or something, which is like a hundred monsters. So you're like this psychotic little There's monsters. Just, you're just going around, rolling around, killing people, and it's very colorful and bright. It reminds me of like an Adult Swim game or something. That it does, kind of, like yeah. The vibe of it. Um, but yeah, it's got really good production value, and I'd never heard of it. So yeah, I've never heard of it. This makes before. me wonder how many other games like slip through the cracks, and will they ever be discovered? How many games haven't I heard? Uh, you're, you're Googling that? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, if you're like me, you buy games on Steam sales. You buy Humble Bundles. Um, and just in general, games come out all the time. And I always wonder like, if there's really cool games like slipping by just because they didn't have enough marketing budget to get people to notice them. And I think this will come up later in our podcast, this whole, like, thought about, you know, games you didn't get to, or... But anyway, I also played some more Uncharted 4. Okay. Tell me about Uncharted 4. You done with it yet? No. Um, oh, what the hell? It's, you know, about a 12-hour game, and I don't get a lot of time to play. I could have probably powered through it this weekend if I made it my absolute priority, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm in Scotland right now. You ever um, heard of Rocket Slime? I have. Um, I own that. Alright, well, then, I guess, whatever. You're looking at a list of underplayed games right yep. now. Just so the listeners know. The Adventures of Lolo? Heard of it. Don't God own it. damn it. Um, cool Spot? Heard of it. I Super Mario RPG. have played that. Anyway, um, Monster Party. Ooh, Google Monster Party. Just the images on that will weird you out. It's an NES Monster game. Monster um, But Uncharted 4 is continues to be epic. It's um, just amazing production values. Um, oh, that's not the... Yeah, check out Monster Party, you guys, um, if you can. You're like this little kid walking through the woods or whatever, and then all of a sudden the music changes and everything like almost literally turns to hell. This one? Mm-hmm. Um, like corpses like sprout out of the ground and like it's fucked up. Grim Reaper. Um, maybe we'll find a good video of it, but anyway, um, I wanted to play a little trailer for you guys. If you guys don't have a PS4 or somehow missed it, um, this kind of gives you a good taste of how good the drama and the story is in the game. So here's an Uncharted 4 trailer. We were meant for this, Nathan. You, me, together. We were destined for something great. For those who prove worthy, Paradise awaits. It took a long time for him to get out of this game. Yeah, he's meant for this life. Oh, oh, crap! Last I checked, we're all a bunch of thieves digging around where we shouldn't. Shame we're not on the same side. I am a man of fortune, and I must seek my fortune. So, are you ready to seek your fortune? 
that I was done with this life. How long have we been chasing this thing? Long time. Real long time. Just you and me. <laughs> no offense to these guys, but they don't get it. If you're done lying to me, then you should stop lying to yourself. The biggest pirate treasure of all time is within our grasp. Watch out! Look, Nate, I'm gonna make you a one-time offer. Drop everything. Go home. Live your life. Or we can just end it right here. There's gotta be another way. I need you on this one. Ah! You ever wonder, like, different choices? How we might have ended up? No. I like the hand we've been dealt. Alright, so yeah, that was that. Still playing that, like I said. And um, So, uh, I need to borrow that from you, and then borrow the PlayStation. No, we already got a plan, remember? I'm getting the PS4 or 5. Yeah, uh, we need to do that sometime soon. Well, it's not out yet, so... Well, Sony, get on that. I think they are coming out this year. I think it's coming out this year. I really do, like before Christmas. But anyway, what have you been playing? So, this week, guys, I went to Best Buy, mm -hmm. unlike my compadre here. And I went and tried out the Oculus Rift demo. Yeah. I must say, underwhelmingly, awesome system. Underwhelming? Terrible demo. Oh, what was that? It was a waste of my fucking time. What was that? It was six minutes. I knew that. <laughs> it was six fucking goddamn minutes. So was there like a line or other people? No. I walked in. Nobody's fucking there. He didn't even know who I was. He didn't have fucking, like, he didn't keep track of his appointments. So could you have said... Or could you have just checked it out without an appointment? Oh, yeah. Okay. There was a guy in front of me who just, like, randomly walked by, and he was just getting done when I got there. And he's like, oh, the guy's wanted to check it out. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So you could have gone. You could probably still go if they're still offering it. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. It was cool. I mean, I got to talk with, hang out with this alien on this, like, planet. He was like, and I was like, what's up? And he was like, I was like, I don't really know what to do now. I'm just gonna just stare. I'm just just gonna like I'm awkwardly gonna lean over top of you and just look all around. Well, at least we're playing the Western version. If you're playing like the Japanese version, that he would have been like blowing me or something. No, it would have been like a 15 year old girl. It would have been really awkward. That's true. So, speaking of really awkward, so they toss you into like these like 30 second like demos, like really quick demos. Okay. Before you get to the, like the granddaddy one, which actually was a lot of fun. It makes me really want to get it. Um, but, so I'm walking through like this, like, museum thing, I have my Xbox 360 controller in my hand, or Xbox One, I can't remember which one they were demoing it on, but like, I look to my right, and there's like, a dinosaur head there, and I'm like, that's weird, I must be in a dinosaur museum, mm -hmm. and things start to kind of rattle, and I was like, that's weird, so like, I look back in the general direction, I start walking, and a fucking T-Rex comes around the corner and starts like hauling ass towards me, mm -hmm. and then starts screaming in my face, and the only thing I could think of was, wonder where his dick is. I can't see a, I can't see a dinosaur dick. That's what you would think. <laughs> so, Dude, I would have stayed and watched like the next person reaction and see if they crapped their pants when yeah, the T-Rex came at him. I was just like, where is it? Because I don't want it to touch me as he goes over top well, of me. they have tiny little 
arms, right? That's true. So maybe they, you know. Maybe they have tiny little dicks. They have tiny little Trump, Trump arms. Yeah, maybe. So, so maybe not, not much to worry about. Maybe not. I was really scared that when he tried to step over top, he was gonna hit me in the face or something. So. <laughs> T bag. T Rex bagged. <laughs> T Rex bagged. So then they dropped me into uh, the climb, which is a pretty sweet game. But uh, I can see how playing that game after a while, if you get like vertigo at all, you would definitely be like sick, if you, especially standing up. Because they don't just fade it to black when you drop. They like let you drop oh, no. for like five seconds and look around as the cliff face goes in front of you and then fades to black. That's pretty brutal. It, I mean, yeah. So... Yeah. You work all this time getting up, and then you accidentally slip, and whoa! And yeah, that's, so... That's pretty harsh game. It was, it was fun, um, and I learned that leaning is imperative. Yeah. You literally have to lean in real life to get to some of these So that's areas. a good point. Like, I know what the motion sensors are like for the... Um, the Vive. The Vive, but what are they like... What what motions does a Oculus pick up? Head. That's it. That's it, as far as I can tell. Okay. Currently. But they, I, they, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but you know what, fuck it, it was a PR company that was there, it wasn't really Oculus, so. Um, they have gloves coming out, apparently. So instead of controllers, he was talking about VR gloves. I'm not sure how I feel about this. I don't know either. So apparently it would track all the movements of your fingers individually, instead of a controller where you're limited to buttons. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like a big old fuck you and way more wires. Because right now, the Oculus has way less wires and is really comfortable. I didn't have to worry about getting tripped up. Mm. I walked around. I moved around. I didn't really have to worry about anything. And their setup wasn't anything like crazy, like a like a rig above my head or anything like that. Okay. So, um, so you were walking, not seated? Yeah, I was moving around. I mean, I didn't walk like two feet or anything. I probably walked like a foot in each direction. Oh, I got the Oculus now. See ya! <laughs> See ya! <laughs> I don't know what computer could... My computer can't run. It doesn't have the max specs on the fucker with a video card. That's... Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so. But it was fun. I mean, it was definitely not worth my six-minute drive, but it was it was fun while I was there. Okay. But I had to drive all the way back out the Yakult, and that's where I had to come from, so... Oh, that's quite a drive, then. Yeah. It was, I was kind of pissed for six minutes. <laughs> so. Well... At least you got to play with some VR. Yeah, I got to play with some more. I, you know, I, I got still like, here in, in my TikTok segments. I still have it. Yeah, and uh, you know, you got to play with the Vive at PAX. I played with it for like two minutes, three minutes. So, um, so yeah. Anyways, Tim, you want to move on to TikTok? Yeah, let's do some TikTok. Rewrite it, plug it, play it, burn it, rip it, drag it, drop it, zip, unzip it, lock it, fill it, curl it, find it, view it, code it, jump and lock it, surf it, scroll it, pose it. Alright, so two months ago, to the day, I purchased my Galaxy S7. I still love it. It's great. But one of the reasons I bought it um, so early in its life cycle is because of promotion it was running. Um, if you bought a um, Galaxy S7 phone before a certain cutoff date, you could um, register and get a free Samsung Gear VR, which, you know, not top of the line like Oculus Survive, but... Still a $100 system. $100 system. There are games for it developed by Oculus Laboratories. And speaking of which, when you um, filled out this promotion, you got a voucher for $60 of games from Oculus Laboratories. That's pretty fucking cool. But that voucher expires... Today? April 30th. 
Oh, hey, so, uh, guys, if you're not, if you're not keen up on this type of shit like I am, April 30th was, like, three Saturdays ago. It might have been April 24th. Regardless, the date has passed. So has my patience. So, uh, It has been two months, and I have the same status message when you check the status of my order. Preparing for shipping. So, uh, where's your 60 bucks? Not only my 60 bucks of games, but my headset. Who knows? I've been in contact with this company, Prize Logic, because they are the people actually running the promotion, not Samsung. Um, even though you register... That on seems a, fucking convenient. Even though you register <laughs> on a site that says Samsung Promotion or something, it's actually run by this third party. And as far as I can tell, they're a bunch of incompetent ninnies. I'm not happy. That makes sense. I should have my gear VR by now. He should be walking in virtual reality. Um, God dang it! If you look on Twitter and look up um, Gear VR, Prize, Prize Logic, Samsung, you'll see lots of other people in my situation who are fed up with this situation. You promised something. I mean, it was on TV commercials. They had um, William H Macy strapping a Gear VR in his face, like when they were launching the the phone. Like it was a big. Um, yeah, it was a big big part of their, their sales push for this phone. Now, I, like I said, I still like the phone. I don't regret the purchase, but I probably would have put it off like six months. Um, so I feel ripped off. I'm not happy. I'm not playing VR, and I probably won't care about the VR, honestly, once the uh, PlayStation VR, VR comes out. So that I'll, works for me. Well, Not for you, but for me. <laughs> and I'll still play it. The thing is, I'll probably have to buy the games for it now because the stupid voucher will be expired. I wonder if they're going to, like... Probably not. Never mind, I won't even finish that. So I, I've been looking into Prize Logic, and they're just fucking people over left and right. They can't even release Netflix codes on time. Like, codes. <laughs> like, all you have to do like, is email... Like, copy and paste codes. Codes. They can't do that. Um, people have... Um, it was a different phone or something. You get a uh, Samsung Gear 2 watch. Oh, wasn't that the HTC or something? Maybe. I don't know. But you... No, it was a Galaxy. Galaxy Note 2. Yes. So you were supposed to get the uh, watch with it. So that's like a $300 watch or something. They were mailing those people who were promised a $300 watch my $100 Gear VR, <laughs> which was not what they were promised. So not only are they giving those people not what they promised, but now there's less Gear VRs for, for me who was promised one. So I'm going to get... Well, if you want to be in the VR... No, this, is, this is what's going to happen. Like July, I'm going to get a fucking coupon in the mail that says, $100 off any Samsung accessory... I don't want $100 in Samsung fucking accessories. I've already got my chargers. I've got my earbuds. I want my fucking goddamn Samsung Gear VR to strap to my face and look at mountains and shit. If they send you $100, you can go to Best Buy and buy your Samsung no, cause Gear VR. No, because I'll bet you can only get it at Samsung Store. Oh, sorry, we're currently sold out of Samsung Gear right now, but please check back later. Your business is important to us. Please suck my dick. Wait, I mean, no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> so, yeah, Tech Talk, fuck you. So, uh, just to add to the VR, like... Now, there won't be an article for this one, by the way, because, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> so, just to add to that, just so you know, I checked to see if I could buy an Oculus at Best Buy. Okay. Just to fuck over all these people who backed it previously. Right. Just so you guys are aware, two Saturdays ago, we had seven Oculuses in the state of Oregon, and they were sold instantly. Well, I guess that's so sort they of, can't even like that's sort they of good. can't even supply them to Best Buy to get them sold when Best Buy is giving them floor space to sell them 
But they got the VR ready hardware. The PCs ready for you to buy. I think, I think VR ready PC is the new 3D TV. Yeah. It's just a way to sell you a higher spec machine. And the the machine wasn't even the only thing that was better on it was the fucking video card mm. than my computer. Right. And it was like, still like eight hundred bucks. Since we're still on tech talk, isn't there a new card that has like the number 1080 on it? Yeah. Isn't that the dumbest thing to ever do for a video card? Because yeah. 1080p is not that high resolution. I know, but it's pretty good. No, that's a stupid name, it's though. A, what the fuck did you want? You t- want the 1090? Yes. Even, that would God be better. Just it. because it wouldn't be confusion. You don't want a 1080. You want, you know, 4K or whatever the hell that is. If you call your... Yeah, fucking 12K. Well, whatever. But you don't call your brand new card an inferior resolution. That's just bad marketing. But they didn't say 1080p. I know that, but your Joe Blow consumer is going to see the numbers 1080 and be like, well, that's stupid. I already have 1080. Yeah, but Tony Hawk can only do a 900. Whatever. That's a whole full you, rotation. You know what I mean. Like, numbers mean things. Yeah. Dumb marketing. I'm done with marketing. They got the cheaper 1070. Okay, see, 1070 is fine. It's not going to have the confusion that 1080 is going to have. You should just skip 1080. Well, if you're a dumbass, you buy the 1070, and then the smart no, people know to buy the 1080. No, there shouldn't be a 1080. <laughs> That's my point. It should not be. If there was a 1080, it should have come out like four years ago, five years ago. Well, they were always still 770s then. What? I'm just the saying. The fuck you want to do? 770 s- to 1080. We're pick, big, bad, and almighty. You pull a Bill Gates and you skip that number. Microsoft 7, Microsoft 11. We just skipped all the other numbers. It's Windows 10. I know, but I'm just saying, you skip numbers. You don't follow your, your naming like convention when it doesn't make sense like that fuck windows 9 no fuck marketing <laughs> i'm just like fuck just, marketing just fuck the gear no that's part of marketing so fuck all marketing oh shit all right guys well last week we asked you a question is this the year we finally see a good movie based on a video game hey tim what did people say <laughs> it said fuck marketing <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, Jessica said, hard to say, I'll be skeptical until I see real results. Ah, skeptical, eh? But everyone has different tastes. It's hard to say. Uh, Jesse says, I refuse to be fooled by dope-ass trailers. <laughs> if there's any hope for a good movie based after a game, it's gonna be Angry Birds. And that's only because my kids are gonna love it, and it'll shut them up for a few hours. <laughs> Blake says, I really, really want the Warcraft movie to be good, but I don't have high hopes. Yep. And finally, Steven says, from what I see... I do think it could, that he's referring to Warcraft, yep. I do think it could be the first good movie based on a game. However, it also looks like it could be generic and bland. It has potential, though. Oh, and Angry Birds could ac- accidentally be good, but I'm not holding my breath. When he says accidentally be good, I'm, I'm thinking he's thinking like Super Mario Brothers, where it's so bad. It, it's like hysterical. It goes around the earth and becomes good Yep. to make fun of. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So, so that's the answers from... Uh... From last week. Last thanks, week. Thanks for writing in, everyone. Yep. And final call, guys. This is the last episode that will ever be put up on the now what's called archived old plug-and-play episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the image is now changed on the old feed. The name is now changed. The new feed is live. Head over to PlugAndPlayCast.com. May 23rd will mark the end of the old feed. The new feed will continue going. Um, we can already tell from our numbers that a lot of you guys have jumped over and started listening to the new feed. Um, but the ones that haven't, head over to PlugAndPlayCast.com. Check out the new feed. is linked in with our tune-in. 
our Google Play, our Stitcher, and our iTunes. Right on. We should make a final episode just for the old feed. We should. Just like, I don't know. Crickets. It's a final crickets. countdown. That could be the, the music. Do, 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 do. And then crickets. Subscribe to our, old, our new feed. Oh, yeah. Because we can technically still publish one a month for free. Hmm. We could just do that like once a month. Guys, find our new feed. What if those become more popular than our regular show? That'd be sad. <laughs> Guys, the, never mind. This never happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Celebrating, dance so free. One more time, music's got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. Tonight, hey, just feel it. Music's got me feeling me. One more time, music's got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance to the Hey guys, and thank you for tuning back in. This is the Plug and Play Podcast. Um, what are we drinking, Tim? We are drinking a tasty treat from Fort George up in Astoria, Oregon. Suicidal Squeeze? Suicide Squeeze, I believe. Um, it's not suicidal, huh? Well, we could check it out real quick. But um, if you ever in beautiful Astoria, Oregon, where Goonies was filmed, and also Kindergarten Cop starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, be sure and stop in at... Fort George Brewery. It's a really cool place. Last time I was there, I was there for Goonies Days. I was too young to go to a brewery. That's too bad. It's a good brewery. They got awesome beer, good food. Um, it's a fun community to visit. Hmm. Um, I was supposed to be looking that up while I was talking, but I can't do two things at once. So, what do you think about um, the beer? It's Since... delicious. Mm-hmm. I really actually. It's got a uh, kind of a sweet smell to it. It's. Uh... What's a pale ale? It's an IPA. I believe it's an imperial ale. I was going to say, it's very light for an IPA then. A little bit of hop, more more citrus flavor. Suicide Squeeze IPA. Um, it has it's very a, citrusy. It's an American IPA, so it's not a it's not an imperial. Okay. But it's good. It's an APA. Well. Hashtag Murica. Murica. Make America great. Oh, I didn't tell you this story. What story? So I was driving... Um, and the back road, the battleground today. Oh, that's dangerous. And, uh, if you guys don't know, battleground's, uh, where I work, um... That's a little bit hick. A little bit hick. Not as hick as you're cold. That's true. But, uh, there's a lot of Make America Great Again yeah. signs out in that area. Every time I see the Trump sign, I want to cut off the T and the P, so it says rum. <laughs> Make America Great Again. <laughs> so I can get behind that. Or rump. <laughs> rump. <laughs> Anyways, we're not here to talk politics. What I am saying is, hashtag America. America. Um, a house in our neighborhood just painted, got repainted. I saw that. 
Is it really red, white, and blue? Let me get you a picture. Um, I only saw the back photo that your wife posted is blue and white. Mine photo's not much better because I was in the car, but maybe you can get Did it. Did you go down the front of it at least so you can see the red? I couldn't see the red in the other photo. Oh, dear God. So, yeah, that's America House, whoever saw one. America. Let me see if there's... America! I don't see, a, yeah. don't see a Trump sign in front, just a painter sign. Um, but, yeah, it's literally red, white, and blue. And it, it's mostly blue, red trim, and then the the white outline for the windows. That's terrible. It really is. Somebody must have been like, uh, fuck it, we're not going to paint the gutters this year, guys. We can't afford it. Just leave them red. Oh, they got a camera back there. Anyway, that... I don't know why we're talking about that instead of this awesome beer. The beer's hashtag made from Merca. It's delicious, citrusy. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they say about it, though? They say it's dank, lush, and choice. Um, it is an IPA, a session IPA, which means it's lower in alcohol. Okay. Which is good, because yeah. I think we're loopy enough this podcast without extra alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's our taste treat. Um, Suicide Squeeze from Fort George Brewery. Hashtag... Wait, what? Wow. Hashtag time to kick it. Kick it. Alright. Alright, I got um Naki this week. Which sort of lands Yeah, you don't have a Naki, so that's not gonna do anything. So Naki's a kind of like a reinterpretation of like that eighties the clapper that would turn they would turn stuff on and off for clap you. Clap on. And they even clap make, off. They even kind of make the fun clapper. of it. They make fun of it in their video, which I think is awesome. Let's go ahead and roll the video. It's a little bit long, but it, explain, it explains the product. It explains. <laughs> Just listen to the video. We are surrounded by technology. It's entering our homes and helping us automate daily tasks. But I find myself thinking there has to be a more natural and accessible way to control the devices around us. If the goal of automation is to simplify our lives, why does it feel so complicated? Our goal as a company is to solve this. Say hello to Naki. Naki is a small, elegant device that instantly transforms ordinary surfaces in your environment into remote controls. Using Naki couldn't be easier. You simply take it out of the box, pick a place to put it, select a surface to attach it to, and then define all the things you'd like Naki to do. Naki can control a wide variety of devices around us. But the true beauty of our technology is that what it can do is only limited by your imagination. Put one in your living room, or the kitchen, or even your bedroom. I mean, imagine rolling over in the morning and tapping a simple pattern anywhere on your nightstand to snooze your alarm and start the coffee maker without even opening your eyes. You just bought 10 more minutes in bed. And you'll definitely want to put one in your kid's bedroom. It's exciting to think of how Naki will spark their imagination as they figure out all kinds of ways to use it. Using Wi-Fi, which is proven to be far more reliable and with better reach than Bluetooth, you can enjoy using Naki from anywhere. The number of devices and software that Naki interacts with is rapidly growing every day. It currently includes Nest, Philips Hue, LifeX, SmartThings, IFTTT, and more. But even if you're new to the smart technology world, you can still use Naki for simple functions around your home.
Other technologies that rely on sound or voice control can be unreliable and confusing to use. They can be triggered accidentally and don't always work as expected. Our patent bending technology uses non-acoustic sensors. It's able to distinguish deliberate tap or knock patterns from random vibrations in the environment. The beauty of our product is that it makes any regular environment into a user interface. Think about the surfaces around you. So many of them serve one or two purposes. Add a Naki to them and you instantly have a hub for automation. We carefully chose every material and finish for Naki. We've gone through a series of different tests and prototypes to make sure that Naki blends in in your environment and also looks beautiful on your surfaces. We're doing our first production runs here in the USA because it's important for our entire team to be there on the ground floor, ensuring that we're manufacturing the best possible product. We're excited to bring Naki to Kickstarter. It's not some far-fetched idea. We've finalized our designs. We have a beautiful working prototype. And we need to raise funds to actually get it into production and immediately start shipping them to your door. We couldn't be more excited about how this product is going to change lives and bring joy to people everywhere. Naki accomplishes what technology is supposed to do. Instead of taking over our life, it enhances it, allowing you to put more thought and effort into the things that really matter. Tap into the world around you with the magic of Naki. So, yeah, you can uh, put a Naki on any surface and you can program it for different taps. So I think you could actually have it do more than one thing on one surface, depending on the knocks you give it. You're freaking your dog out with... So maybe the Naki is not compatible with... Uh, Naki's not compatible with dog with dogs. Yeah. That's why you don't you can't tell knock-knock jokes to a dog. <laughs> um, anyway, for early birds, all sold out. You can get one for 59 bucks. They still have a couple left at $69. Oh, first of all, I should tell you how much they're asking for. They asked for only $35,000. That is super cheap. Which, if you're running out of production line, that seems a little low. But it doesn't matter because they already got 140000 with 45 days to go. 1,300 backers, um, and like I said, the early birds are all gone at $59. For $69, there's a few more. Um, there's quite a few left for the next tier, which is $79. Um, they're still calling $89 an early bird, and then $99 is like their standard price or whatever. There's no... Jesus Christ. There's no limit. That's expensive. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, it works with, like, the, I, it, said on the, or it showed on the video, but I don't know if it said it out loud. It might have just been uh, visual. It works with uh, Nest, um, both light bulb systems that I talked about earlier, the yep. uh, LifeX and the Hue. Hue, thank you. Yep. Um, it also works with uh, I something something. If something. this and that, I F T T T. Yeah. There's a lot of T's. Um, so let's skip ahead to the you know the big giant. The what I love. Ten thousand dollars. There is still one out of one left. So not shockingly. You get five Nokia devices, each with a custom metallic ring finish. Holy shit. You get one custom Nokia that you design with colors finishing you love. That's bad grammar. Um, you get to fly to their headquarters and meet the team, join us for dinner, be part of the closed beta test, and be part of the development process. Get support directly from one of the co-founders, so direct line of contact via phone and email. So you like private tech support, basically. Wow. Get access to any alpha and beta tests for all current and future products we develop. 
this never expires. So if they're doing any other projects in the future, you'll get to hear about it first. Um, you get your own private, like, super technical support. Um, I don't know, $10,000, though. Uh, let's go to the next one down. For $1,500, you get a power pack, which is 25 knocking devices. So that's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Um, if so if they're $100 normal price, you know, you're getting you're getting uh, 10 free, sort of, kind of. Um, so, yeah, that's Noki. Noki, Noki. Um, the clapper. Clap on, clap off. <laughs> Noki. What do you got for Kick It? All right, guys. I have Geeky Goddesses, the yeah, pinup art of Sean Forney. So, uh, think pinup girls. Think the tattoo pinup girls that uh, is so illustrious from probably what? What would you say, the 1970s, 1980s? Well, I mean, pinups have gone through a lot of things. They used to be, like, on the noses of planes back in, like, you That's know. true. World War One, World War Two. And then, II. like you said, definitely there's the tattoo thing. So, pinups are now, I mean, they're not now, but they're starting to get more, I don't know, more ingrained into the nerd culture now. Sure. Um, I guess. Uh, so, what Sean has done is he has made a book... I'm trying to find how many pages. Is so I think it's kind of interesting. He's got like virtual models. So yeah. he's got Erica Fett, Brianne, Jeanette, Lucian Klein, Dean McQueen, and Lady Devon. And then he has those models pin up as different characters like Captain Rosella the pirate or Sierra the mermaid. Yeah. Or bounty hunter. So he has like his, you know, made up models and then he has them cosplay in these pinups yeah so it's kind of funny it is pretty cool and i'm still trying to figure out how many I don't, freaking pages i don't see a number I, do you oh 48 page art okay, book cool. that showcases beautiful cosplay models as geeky goddesses oh wait i do see actual prop. models are at the okay. very bottom gotcha so so he is drawing actual models yeah that's cool so um pretty exciting those can't be real names then. No. <laughs> Erica Fett. Dean McQueen. Dean McQueen. Um, so, $3 gets you a digital copy. Mm-hmm. $5 gets you a physical copy. That's crazy. That's pretty cheap. $15 gets you a physical copy plus one 11 by 17 print of whichever model you'd like. Nice. So, that's actually very cheap. Jumping down to our most expensive bracket, because that's what I like to do. Um, pledge 200 or more. Pledge 200 or more. Okay, so he has three of the most expensive brackets. Four of the most expensive brackets. Um, I think... I'm not really sure. Um, anyways, you get a uh, 11 by 17 Dynamite Dolls original art inked. Well, there's so many because it's different art pieces. Yeah. There's... Like you just said, Dynamite Dolls. There's also Werewolf Original. Yep. So you get, I mean, if it's an original, there's only one of them. That's exactly. why he's got several of them. And you also get one 11 by 17 Dynamite Dolls print marked as AP Artist Proof and one copy of Geeky Goddess's book. So for $300, all you really get is, uh, and it's already gone. One backer already took it, is getting the Dynamite Dolls Original Art inked. Um, for $200, you guys can get the Werewolf Original Art inked, um, and the Werewolf print marked as Artist Proof. So, uh, I actually think this would be kind of cool just to have on hand, so I think I might back it for five bucks. 
Cool. For five bucks, I mean, fuck, you can't pick up a book for five bucks anywhere else. No. So, How many pages of it? 48? 48. So. Cool. So. And uh, he's asking for 1,200, and it's already at 23, so it's backed. Yep, 23 days ago, 79 backers. So, uh, coming out of Delaware, Ohio, that brings us to game industry news and releases. You said it right. I'm so proud. Woohoo! It's a me, exactly. Ha <laughs> ha! Starting. <laughs> Starting with game releases, um, Tuesday, May 17th, we've got Homefront The Revolution. Uh, did you play the original Homefront? Nope. It was funny, because they really wanted to make it about China invading us, and they had to make it, you know, Korea instead. <laughs> but, whatever. Um, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Shadow of the Beast for PS4. And I'm interested oh. about this one, because that's an old Amiga game that uh, also came mind. out for, I want to say, PS2. Okay. It had, like, parallax scrolling. It looked really cool. Um, but that's an older game. I wonder if it's a newer, or if it's just a port. Or Anyway, I wonder what that is. Also for uh, PS4, PC, and Xbox One, we got Shadwin. We have Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, Shad. Okay. That's one. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles Remaster comes out for PS4, and that's a really good. So um, apparently, it looks like you can have parallel scrolling as well. It looks a lot like I can't tell if that's new or not. That is brand new. PS4. Okay. I don't remember that screen that you're showing right there, but that's. I mean, it's definitely the same art style, but it looks more updated. Mm. Anyway, Valkyria Chronicles was a cool um, RTS game. Remastered? Holy shit. It was a good Valkyria game. Valkyria Chronicles keeps coming out on different things, it seems like. There was, actually, it wasn't a, a it was a sequel that came out on VR a oh, while back, okay. and it wasn't as good as the original. Okay. It's got this really cool cel-shaded art style, kind of anime style, but it's, it's like, hard to describe. It looks like, um, it's got a cool texture to it. Huh. And the gameplay is really solid. Okay. Um, you get different types of characters, and you know you've got a certain limit amount of movement per turn, and then they there's tanks and there's huh yeah it's cool. That's um, cool. Rugby League Live Three comes out for PlayStation. Thank God. PlayStation Three and PlayStation Four. I can't wait to get my rugby on. PS Two Classic Wild Arms Three comes out for PS Four. Space Pirates and Zombies Two. <laughs> two comes out. There's for been PC. one before it. Letter Quest, Letter Quest Remastered comes out for What PS was that again? Letter Quest. Crest? Quest. Quest. Letter Quest Remastered. PS4 Vita. Don't worry, life goes on. It does, but it's been done to death. <laughs> PC and PS4. My Night Job comes out for PS4. I wanna... So is this like a prostitute game? Hold on, guys. Let's look up My Night Job. I want to know what that is. My Night Job PS4... While he's looking that up, Perfect Universe always also comes out for PS4. Oh, you're gonna have to look up this one too. Soft Body comes out for Mac, PC, and Mac. PS4. Yeah. Oh my God! Survive a zombie or monster-filled mansion. My night job. Uh, it's like a weird. No, it doesn't look very good. No. Okay, so what was the other one? Soft Body. Soft Body <laughs> for better, what? Let's do PS4 just so you're not looking up porn. Softbodygame.com. Alright. Oh, it's an that's... action game where you control two beautiful gooey snakes. Oh, this sounds dangerous. This looks terrible. Okay. Um, not as exciting as it sounded. Um, moving on, we've got VEV Viva X Vivo for PS. What the f Can you say that one more time? VEV. Alright. 
Colon. Oh, that's colon. Viva ex vivo. What the fuck? I don't know. Okay. Um. All right. Moving on to Thursday releases, we have Fallout 4 Far Harbor um, DLC, PC, PS4, Xbox One. So this is the first major piece of content um, to come out for the season and pass. possibly only major piece. They haven't announced any other major pieces yet. Oh, they said well, they were going to do more. They have but... to do at least one more. But um, yeah, that'll be a big deal. That'll make me look over at Fallout 4 and wish I'd finished it. You we'll never finished it? We'll get to that. Next, we have Chumpy Chomp Chomp Party <laughs> for Wii U. Chomp Chomp. Chumpy Chomp. Chomp Chomp. Chumpy Chomp Chomp. Chomp Chomp Chomp. It's not Chumpy Chomp. It's Chumpy Chomp Chomp. Chomp Chomp Chomp. Yeah, the third Chomp's important. Third one's a charm. And or is it for the charm? further weird titles on Friday the 20th, we've got Cubicolor. Cubicolor? Yeah, sure. Why not? Cubicolor. PS4, PC, Xbox One. So, we've got some news as well. That's the game releases. Yep. Why don't you start us off with the news? All right, guys. So, Dota 2, as we always talk about, the International is the place to be if you want to be anybody in Dota 2. And how, Dota... Do they, how do they raise money for that International? So, basically, you buy a in-game uh, book that... Uh... Gives you some, like, cat helmets too it gives you some gives armor you some cost, but it's usually cosmetic it's all usually or it, like companions it's always com- uh, cosmetic or companions um you can collect cards as you play of like the people that are competing in the international that year well just in under i'm trying to find the exact hours each year due to two fans the world over joined together to raise the largest prize pool in all of esports this time if the pool surpasses last year's total $18,429,613, every Battle Pass owner will be granted three Trust of the Benefactor treasure rewards. Each of these new treasures will offer a chance to receive a 2016 Immortal Treasure, a Random Hero Set, an Arcane Set, an Ultra Rare Chance at one of the following limited run prizes. Um, and I'm not going to list all those. Um, but... Valve started TI6's prize pool at $1.6 million. And as with every previous international, at the time uh, that we are reading this, it is currently over $4 million, meaning Dota players have spent almost $10 million on the Battle Pass since it went on sale Monday afternoon. That's crazy. So $10 million fucking dollars has just been spent on a free-to-play game. Yep. Since Monday afternoon, yep. that is 24 hours ago. That's how you do free-to-play, folks. Holy shit. Good jobs, Gabe Newell. Yep. Go get yourself a nice prostitute. You need three of them. Um, so, if you want to spend a little less money... Holy shit. $10 million um, in less than 24 hours, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to talk Dota about... Two. I don't want to talk about... International. Every... Are you done? You're not done. Ten million dollars. How much? Ten million dollars. In how many many hours? Twenty-four. Okay. Fuck. Alright, over to... (laughs) And moving on to a new new news segment brought to us by Tim. Humble Bundle. Deep Silver. Um, Did Deep Silver go back... No, it wasn't Deep Silver that went bankrupt. It was THQ. 
THQ went, went under. And then Deep Silver bought all their crap. Yep. So, um, this is a pretty good deal for when I bought it, it was three twenty four. It's now up to three dollars and sixty two cents. Here's what you get for three dollars and sixty two cents currently, um, for the Humble Bundle two for Deep Silver. You get Sacred Three, Risen, Risen Two, Saints Row Two, Dead Island Game of the Year Edition, Dead Island Riptide Complete Edition, Killer is Dead Nightmare Edition, Saints Row the Third Full Package. You get a coupon for seventy five percent off the Dead Island Definitive Collection. If you spend another, if you spend thirteen or more, you also get Risen Three, Titan Lords, and Saints Row Four. Now right. I have all those games basically that I all want besides Dead Island. Okay. I don't think I have Dead Island. So you can get Dead Island Game of the Year Edition for $1. I know. $1. In Game of the Year Edition, if you guys don't know what that means, just, just tune out. You guys don't need to be listening to this anymore. But Game of the Year Edition, in the gamer speak, it means all DLC is yep. included. So, so, really good deal. Yeah. I do have Saints Row 2, though, I think. It doesn't really get good, in my opinion, until 3, but whatever. You get a whole bunch of games. Yeah, but you also get Dead Island Riptide Complete Edition at that mm -hmm. point. Is that rip isn't that Dead Island 2? Or is that like an I, expansion? I get confused on the Dead Island stuff, but you get a whole lot of Dead Island. Yeah, you do. So, guys, uh, heading over to Blizzard, unless you got some... $10 million! God damn it, 24 fucking hours. Well, speaking of another company that makes millions of dollars, Blizzard... Yep, no tolerance, guys. Blizzard is taking no tolerance stance. Um, coming off the heels of the incredibly successful Blizzard uh, Overwatch beta, uh, Blizzard anticipates a lot of players will pick up Overwatch on May 24th at during the launch, and as well as any other popular game ever out there. Plenty of people want to cheat. Um, so in the battle forums, Battle.net forums, a Blizzard community manager outline the developer's hardline stance for anyone looking to cheat in Overwatch. And I quote, if a player is found to be cheating or using hacks, bots, or a third-party software that provides any sort of unfair advantage, that player will be permanently banned from the game. Full stop. Not only does cheating undermine the spirit of fair play that all our products are based on, but it works to diminish the fun and enjoyment of others. First-time offenders get permabans. No cheater pools, no temporary bans. Just an immediate revoking of all access to the game. It's not a new look for Blizzard either. A month after Diablo 3's release, Blizzard announced that it'd stop, uh, it'd start permanently banning cheaters. So, um, this is insane and awesome. All in wrapped up so in one. So, you like it or don't like it? I love it. Cool. I... I'm so sick and tired of uh, cheaters jumping on new games and ruining them like The Division was destroyed on PC. Well, apparently The Division's problems really can't be fixed, so that's unfortunate. No. So, it's, uh, I, I love this stance, and I like that Blizzard is willing to do something like this, and knowing well, them, they're going to stand behind it. Yep. So Big companies like Blizzard or, um, you know... Gabe Newell, he can he can say fuck you and whatever. Yeah, ten million dollars. Yeah. God damn it, twenty four hours. That's that's some fuck you money right there. That's some real fuck you money right there, guys. So that brings us to our question of the week, and I want to go back. Um, earlier, I talked about completely missing Hell Yeah when it came out, and Hell Yeah. Even completely missing the fact that I had it in my Steam library, <laughs> and I also admitted it to my shame that I haven't completed Fallout Four. So, I mean, there's so many games always coming out and we're always looking to the future. 
looking to new games. Um, like No Man's Sky is coming out next month. There's always a new game right around the corner. Are you going to be the first one to the galaxy, Tim? The center of the galaxy? Yep. No. All right. But um, Damn. let's look back. Let's not look forward. Like, what is the number one game you want to go back and finish or replay? Like, for me, I've got too many to list. Like, I almost think I should have a schedule where I get up an hour early in the morning. And just play an hour of And play game. Metal Gear Solid Five for an hour for t- two months till I beat it. And then Fallout 4. And then The Witcher 3. I could go on. It's Yeah, that's kind of what I was just going to say. I, I'm thinking The Witcher 3... Um, but then I looked at the number of hours it takes to beat them, and I just get depressed. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, back in the day, games were a reasonable amount of hours for even an adult to play and beat. When I hear, Nowadays, that, when I hear that Uncharted 4 is like 10 to 12 hours, I'm like, yes. That means yeah. that I can actually finish this game. Exactly. <laughs> I, would, um, I would love to get to some of the later story elements I'm hearing about in The Witcher, but I don't know if I will. I know I won't. Yeah. I can't handle that fucking stupid horse riding. Yeah. It's just shit. No Epona, huh? No, no Epona, and yeah, it just sucks. So, is there a number one game that you would want to go back and finish? Um, just right off the top of my head, Witcher 3, just because of how everybody talks so highly about it. There's a, a DLC that just came out. It's Heart of the Stone? I, I think? think so. That sounds familiar. The people are saying is really good, and I'm wondering how far along you have to be in the game. Where the game will let you play that one yeah. chunk. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes DLC comes out that's better than the original game. I'm thinking of specifically Bioshock 2. Yeah. Minerva's Den, I believe it was, was the DLC that was in some considered to be better than the actual game. Huh. But, yeah, I, I've got too that's many. That's another one. Bioshock and Bioshock 2. I wish I could go back and finish this. I, was, I just did not like that game. I did finish one, but not two. Too scary. Well, too Jack was scared. Too scary. But let us know on Facebook or Twitter or um, on our our form on our webpage, plugandplaygamer.com. What is the number one game you want to go back and finish right now? Sounds good. Whether okay. or not you do. Anything else? Nope. All right, guys. Until next time, don't forget to check us out at well, you know, just head over to plugandplaycast.com. Check us out on all of our social media right there at plugandplaycast. All of the medias. All of the medias. Lookingplaycast.com. And until next time, guys, don't forget to prime and shine.